At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good evening and welcome back into Bet Center. Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. If you're ever betting on or against Denver sports teams, check my podcast out. It's a VSIN podcast, the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Also, another man in Denver. His name is James Salinas. He is the champion of the Super Contest. It's just a pleasure to be working with you today, James. And uh, we got some football to talk about. I do want to update the baseball board real quick. Show bet. We're on the, uh, what, the Cardinals plus 165 live bet targeting these Phillies relievers. And it's just paid off as Nolan Arenado has hit a second home run of the day, a two run or a, a solo shot, seven, six St. Louis over Philadelphia. So I'll be keeping an eye on that one. Also Boston, Chicago, not working out in my favor right now. Chicago up 2-0 as this game has just moved into the bottom of the third inning. So how about that? Was it my boy Moral? No, they're just chipping away. A couple errors by the Red Sox. You know, James, when you're handicapping baseball, you do have to take defense into it a little bit, but you never expect two errors leading to two runs, and that's just going to be a bit of a bad beat if they don't come back here and win this first five or this game. Happens. Well, I yeah, well, and, you know, the, so many of these teams now, I don't know. But I think that's where, for me, Holden, Major League Baseball, we've seen such a shift with analytics and the approach at the plate. We talk about offense and the approach at mm-hmm. the plate and, and you know, t- all these guys getting on. There's no shame in striking out anymore in Major League Baseball. They, these guys could care less. Teams could care less. They're, you know, they're all trying to hit that three-run home run with nobody on base. But I think another lost art is the, the fielding percentage. And, Folk, teams having a good glove out there to actually help support your pitchers and not give up the errors like you talked about. And unfortunately here in Colorado, the Rockies have the absolute highest and the worst defense in Major League Baseball. They lead the majors with 58 errors. I think a lot of times you can correlate that to their win-loss record too and how poorly they're playing with the gloves, but they don't care. They'll just go out and try to hit that next three-run homer with nobody on base. Yep. That's what they'll try and do. Um, I'm just looking here. I wonder what happened with this Cubs Red Sox game. Mills lasted one out and he gave up a hit. I don't think he was the opener. So this could be really, really interesting as this Boston and the Cubs game goes on, because here we go again, where you might have a Cubs bullpen, which is not terrific, having to work way too many innings. 
Uh, they got a 135 whip, which is one of the 10 worst. 464 ERA, one of the 10 worst. So that's a game I'll definitely be keeping. I already had my eyes on it. And I think it's a game I'll just continue to keep my eyes on here because there could be a lot of bullpen arms coming out for the uh, Cubs. And if you got the full game, I really wouldn't be too worried about it right now. If I'm a Red Sox backer, there could be a lot of good things on the horizon for the Red Sox offense. But let's get back into football. You and I, diehard NFLers, totally awesome. And Point Spread Weekly is just terrific. It's uh, our publication every week comes out gives you thoughts on just about every single sport. Steve Mackinnon has a simulator and he looks at certain teams and he came up with his power rankings and he sees the win totals on the websites or on, on the betting sites. And he came up with the teams that he's in on, uh, whether it be over under the win total and off of, and he has three teams here uh, that are projected to go over in his simulation. So let's get here, James. The Vikings, he, that's a nine-win total, uh, just about every single book, various juice. His projection has them at 9.9 .9 wins. That's almost a full win difference. What's your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the Vikings and their nine wins since Cannon kind of likes the over here? Yeah, well, I guess with the Vikings, you, you've got to look at the the change in the coaching staff. And typically for me, Holden, uh, not that Kevin O'Connell coming in, he's not going to be able to be a good head coach. Just things take time. He may be a tremendous head coach, and maybe they needed to have a new voice in there. You know, Zimmer, uh, the, the crusty old man who's been around a long time, get off my lawn kind of guy, Grand Carino back in the day, and, and Clint Eastwood movie, if you reference him, he always kind of reminded me of him. You know, he had the eye surgeries and those kind of things, and just always looked cross at everybody. And just maybe the message you know, it's a it's a different generation now where communication styles matter. And hell, we saw that here with Vic Fangio holding with the the lack of communication and, and how he struggled to communicate with, you know, he's in his plus mid 60s and that generational gap, multiple generational gap as far as just simple communication style and so maybe kevin o'connell going to to minnesota now gives it a new perspective a fresher voice a younger voice here to be able to speak the same language as these as the young players that they have in minnesota and number of young players there rebuilding offensive line uh, but you know the division is pretty soft and i think that's probably the 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 point here for that team for this team to be able to hit its season win total and go over it helps playing in the NFC North. I think we're definitely going to see some regression from the Green Bay Packers. Defensively, I think they're going to be better, but you know, no more Devontae Adams there paired up in Green Bay late in the season, hooking up with Aaron Rodgers, making big plays. So definitely some transition on offense. But you have the Bears, which in my mind are the, they're the bottom team. I think the Bears are going to be in last place in, the, in that division. I think Detroit has an opportunity to come in third, at least within that division. And I think we'll see some improvement out of that team. Couldn't go much. They have nowhere else to go but up, I suppose, there for the Detroit Lions. But I think for Minnesota... I just typically stay away from teams that have a transition with the coaching staff. It just takes these coaches time to come in and get familiar with all, with the, with the new surrounding, the new players, and now you're a leader. And that takes some time to adjust to being the leader of a franchise, in this case, as the head coach for Kevin O'Connell. Again, not that he can't get it done, but I don't want to start to make bets on teams that had that transition. And then the X factor is going to be Kirk Cousins. Holden, and that's just not a guy that I trust to be able to lead your team to this 10 wins here. You need to knock that number out and be able to compete in that against Green Bay in that NFC North. Just real quick, because this isn't on the, the, the graphic here with Mackinac. The Broncos new head coach, but Russell Wilson's in town. Do you think it takes them a little while to adjust in Denver too? Uh, it could, I think, with with because we saw last year this this offensive line. It's not the greatest at pass protection, but we did see second half of that season, Denver kind of changed their offensive philosophy to be more of a, a ground and pound. And really, I think we saw the emergence. Javante Williams is a tremendously physical back, yes. and that's a pretty gritty, nasty offensive line that likes to get physical offensively in the run game. So I think with Russell Wilson coming over, you know, that's somebody that understands how to be a leader. We can speak to this directly. Look how he has ingratiated himself in the short amount of time in the offseason here 
at, at, within the culture of the of the city of Denver and the Broncos. This is always going to be. I know the Avs just won the Stanley Cup for the third time here in roughly what 27 years, but this is always going to be a Denver Bronco town first and foremost. Russell Wilson very smart veteran player. We know that tremendous playmaker, but a very good leader understands how to ingratiate himself in the culture of a city. And so he's he's made great strides to take care of all those kind of distractions of coming to a new city. Got that out of the way. He's that's behind him. He is because he will be a fan favorite because he'll make plays first and foremost. But, you know, I think that's something that just takes time. I think for the Denver Broncos, again, that's another team that needed a different voice. And they're going to get it here with Hackett, and he's been very well received too. So maybe not as much of a learning curve for as uh, for Russell Wilson for one, but even Hackett. Hackett's been around the league for a long time, grew up through that as a as a as a child, right? His his father was a coach for a long time, so I don't think the learning curve is going to take as long for Hackett here in Denver as it might for Kevin O'Connell there in my in Minnesota. Yeah, I was buying groceries the other day, hit the thing and said, hey, would you like to donate to Russell Wilson's charity? I mean, he's even infiltrated the yeah. computers mm -hmm. at the supermarket <laughs> at this point. He also has the yeah. leading jersey, selling jersey in the NFL, believe it or not. Uh, on the other side, Mackinac, simulation, four teams to go under the win totals. Let's just go to the top one here, the Niners. Uh, looks like Trey Lance could be the answer, and he's going to have to hit the ground running. And there's no, listen, there was no double entendre there, but he's going to have to run. Uh, Steve's production, 8.7 wins. Win total is 10. That's 1.3 difference. You with Steve or are you on the other side here with the Niners? It's a hefty no, win I total. It is a hefty win total, but I think we're we're definitely going to, need to see some regression. In my mind, I thought the last couple of years, the toughest division in all of football was the NFC West. That has now become mm -hmm. the AFC West. Now the NFC West, to me, it's a two-team race. Seattle is in complete rebuild mode. I think Seattle's going to have an awful season, and they're going to be looking to the quarterback sweepstakes in the 2023 draft. It's going to be that bad of a year for the Seattle Seahawks. And then Arizona, we talked about the leadership being a component of my hand handicap and the chemistry that happens on the field and off the field on the sideline and in that locker room and oh, too many issues going on right now with the quarterback position with Murray not his playmaking ability on the field but more so all the distractions off the field not wanting to be there does he want to be there is he a leader for his team too many question marks there as well as with the coaching staff too so it's a two-team race to me so I think there will be some wins within that division for San Francisco and aside from the quarterback spot and the unknown with Trey Lance we just didn't get to see much of out of him last year whatsoever but this is a really good roster again another offensive line can be fair physical you know Shanahan is going to want to pound the football Elijah Mitchell another year hopefully he can stay healthy Samuel they'll get him into the fold he's going to get his contract extension he'll be part of that rushing and passing attack as well and with Trey Lance get ready for this team to line up and pound you for four quarters I like teams like that I love that defensive line their ability to put pressure on you two team race now in the NFC West I probably I think that number's probably right where it should be, but I'm not going to get it bet against Shanahan. The physical nature of that offense, I like San Francisco going forward again into the season. We're going to talk some preseason NFL props. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Russell Wilson. More NFL talk continuing here on Bet Center. His name is James Salinas. My name is Holden Kushner. I thank you so much for hanging out with us here on this Saturday on Independence Day weekend. Stick around, Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into Bet Center. Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. I talk about betting Denver sports teams. And James Salinas, who lives in Denver and bets all of the teams and is a successful sports better. So it's wonderful to be hanging out with you today, James. We got our show bet that came home. Uh, Phillies, of course, the bullpen blowing it again. It was a 6 6 game. Uh, I saw the lineup to as much as plus 220 live, waited till a break out of plus 165. So the Phillies bullpen implodes once again, just like the or- the A's bullpen did the same thing with the Mariners coming back today. So it's been a I, maybe it's a system, James. I don't know. The system is pick on the bad bullpens late in the game. Okay, and That's bet it's li- a bad and, bullpen system. And bet it live too. We bet talked about that, right? And and how much that fluctuated with just a couple of batters, right? We had and over the course of three batters for Philadelphia was I think it was the bottom of the seventh when we were digging into those numbers. It went from plus one fifty five, plus one sixty five, where you got it, up to plus one ninety. They walk a batter, they get a batter that goes to a three zero count. It goes all the way up to plus two twenty in that. It, when he was oh, when he was three and zero, oh, and he ends up coming back, getting that batter out. It might have been Herrera. I forget who that batter was, uh, but and then from that, the end of the inning, they did not score. They had flipped from a plus two twenty underdog to a minus one one fifteen favorite. So in the course of of half of an inning, we have that much fluctuation, and no runs were even scored. That just tells you the volatility of those bullpens. And to your point, Holden, in particular, the Philadelphia's bullpen, who blew another game here in the ninth. Yeah, and there's no guarantees. Again, I've bet against the Phillies bullpen, I think, last week on this show. And what happened? They 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 cleaned up. So they're not going to falter every single game. But when you see a bad bullpen going up against a team with a good offense in a situation where you think they can come back, then you hit it. And if you're – if you listen, you don't even have to be right more than half the time when you're betting – Plus 120, plus 165, plus 250. That's the other thing. You love that juice. I think the juice that you're getting in game is you're just not going to see this pregame. And if you stick to your pregame plan, like, okay, this team, maybe they are down by a run or two, but I'm still going to back them at the beginning of the game. Why wouldn't you do that in game? You can get burned, but you're just the juice that you're getting, the, the plus money that you're getting live betting a team that's either down or not at the plate. It's just too juicy not to clean up. So that's my system. It's not going to work all the time. It's happened to work a couple of times today. We'll see if it continues to work. I know James and I are invested in the Rockies uh, Diamondbacks game, which is coming up in a little bit. Many of you are cringing uh, because that we are actually investing money in this game. And then others of you are cringing because we're talking baseball. So, uh, we'll move on to football and we'll get back to baseball in just a little bit. My friend, same face, new place. That is what our producer Elliot Bowman has come up with. He says, Hey man, we got all these NFL player props. 
We're in Denver. Why not give the guys an easy one? Tee up a Russell Wilson prop here. We'll get to Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and A.J. Brown, time permitting. But Russell Wilson, passing TDs, over under 31 and a half. The juice minus 110, both sides. Same thing with the passing yards, 4,100 and a half. Talk to me here. Passing touchdowns. we got 17 games now, right? This is a team with a spectacular defense, the Broncos. Probably going to have a pretty solid running game, too. Does Russell Wilson get to the 32 mark, or do you want to look under here? Uh, that that's, the, that's a challenge for me because we have not only a – the new quarterback and veteran quarterback. We we know all the accolades that follow Russell Wilson coming here to Denver. We were talking about that off the off the air and over the course of the last segment, how well he's ingratiated himself into the into the community here in Denver. And he'll do the same thing with his new teammates here with the Broncos. But you know, this is a team that's going to have a new system, a new offensive system, a new head coach. And I think it just takes some time for these guys to get to, to figure out and get to know what is their strength. Now, offensively, yes, your strength is going to be Russell Wilson. And does he does have some good young targets to throw the football to that. You know, this is this Broncos offense has just been since Peyton Manning retired after that Super Bowl 50 win back in 2015. And ultimately, it was the defense that won that Super Bowl, not Peyton Manning. He had clearly lost that edge mm-hmm. from a couple of years prior when he'd set all those records for touchdowns and passing yards, et cetera. But I just wonder what the identity of this team is going to be. And it probably over time will be something that is going it's going to have to evolve, because I think from last year, the the weakness of the Denver Broncos offense was the pass protection but then ultimately the strength of that offense was the rushing game and it, and it was really based on the the rushing attack up front and the physical nature of that offensive line to get out there and really just they you got some you can say what you want about Bowles, and he never met a, a tackle on the other side that he didn't like to hold. But as far as getting out there and putting putting other bodies in the ground, he's a big horse. Reiser is another one. Glass now, and he can stay healthy. Like this is a very physical offensive line. I think Williams, Javante Williams, the rookie from last year, really started to show out and find himself in that second half of the season as a physical, uh, the physical nature that he is as a running back and. We'll we'll see what this offense and how it transitions over the first X amount of games. But I think probably here, it's not a bet I would want to get involved just because I want to see not only Russell Wilson fitting himself into the offense and the passing game, but the success that Denver had in the second half of the season rushing the football. I think that's something that can carry over from last year to this year, regardless of the new offensive coordinator here and Hackett and what he's going to call. This is a really physical football team up front. I'd like to see them rush the football more and not have to just rely on Russell Wilson to have to bail them out and make plays. Last part here, also holding... They got a terrific defense. That defense is real, especially on the back end. They are going to keep make Denver competitive. That's what they did last year. Now offensively, they'll be able to play with the lead. How many games will we see Denver ahead now because they will be able to score early in a game, not get themselves put behind and rely on the defense to have to score? I think this defense will put them into shorter fields, get them ahead in games to where maybe in the second half we're seeing some blowouts for the Denver Broncos and revert back to the rushing game to eat the clock. I got to find the numbers here, and I'm looking through my notes from the other day, James. Patrick Sertan last year, he shut down Tyreek Hill. He shut down Devontae Adams. I mean, he just shut down a ton of big-name wide receivers and didn't give up touchdowns. I'm looking forward to Sertan. I got – listen, this is a long shot. I got a Patrick Sertan – what is it, uh, 501, I think? to win the defensive player of the year. I personally think he's going to turn into the top cornerback in the national football league. Devonte Adams has to face him at least two times this year, definitely two times during the regular season. So that's the end here to Devonte Adams, new team. The studies show usually wide receiver leaves his old team, goes to a new team anywhere, three to 10% regression in his numbers. That being said, Derek Carr and Devonte Adams know each other very well. So I don't know how much I could put into that, but Receiving touchdowns, juice to the over, it's 10, minus 120, minus 110 to the under. Receiving yards, 1250 and a half, minus 115, both sides here. Love me some Devontae Adams. Wow, 1,251 yards. Does he get it done with Carr, not Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I like the touchdown prop better than the 
receive the receiving yards. Uh, we're going to see. We saw Renfro, and I think Renfro is such a smart, really crafty runner out there. Great route runner, great hands, tough-minded player inside, pl- coming out of the slot and playing inside the numbers. But I think the biggest issue last year for the Raiders was they didn't run the football. It's not a good offensive line. They're rebuilding that offensive line, and they couldn't rush the ball in the red zone, and that's where they really – they. Made a lot of yardage in between the 20s, but Devontae Adams sure can help you out in that red zone opportunities to make some plays catching the football in the end zone. And I think here the other piece for the Raiders is this is a bad defense. This is a team that's going to be behind. You're going to have to throw the football, and there's going to be opportunities not only for the yardage but also for the scores because they're not going to be settling for field goals here. This is the team that is going to be, because of the ineptitude of that defense, is going to be behind in a lot of games. So you could correlate the yardage with the touchdowns, but I like the touchdowns better here. You're going to see – I just think the Raiders games are going to be – so many games are going to be these high-scoring shootout affairs because of the defense, uh, the the lack of – stops available for the Raiders defensively that they're going to have to throw the football. Devontae Adams, great receiver. We see that. We know he's got good chemistry with Derek Carr as far as friendship off the field and their familiarity with each other on the field from their playing days in college. I think that's a huge red zone pickup for them as well. So I like the touchdowns there for Devontae Adams. High scoring game for the Raiders each and every week. Oh, I got to talk. I can't wait to talk some NFL with you as uh, we get closer to the season, too. You better not give me your number. I'll be texting you all the time, man. This is great information. And the other thing is, like, let's just start looking at the the uh, game totals for the Raiders games or maybe the opposing team totals as I'm yes. with you. That defense is a Travis mockery, and they got to take on Herbert, Wilson, Mahomes. Good luck. <laughs> Very good luck uh, to the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to talk some NBA next. Uh, Jordan Brenner with the Underdogs podcast just got some news here, or at least a report from a very credible NBA reporter, Chris Haynes. Lakers, Nets discussing a Kyrie Russell Wilson trade. Ay, ay, ay. It's never going to stop till it stops. This is Bet Center. He is James Salinas. I'm Holden Kushner. Stick around here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com backslash Blue Moon right now to join the action. Blue Moon, made brighter, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. And see DraftKings.com for details and drink responsibly. Welcome back into Bet Center. Holden Kushner here alongside James Salinas. We're going to hang out with you for another hour and a half or so. Having a great time tonight. Bounce around baseball, NFL, NBA, and a lot of discussion on betting theory. But we're going to talk some NBA now. Jordan Brenner, he is the co-host of the Underdogs podcast. And Jordan, first of all, welcome to the program. We love having you on. Thank you. And second of all, Chris Haynes coming out of report, Lakers Nets discussing a Kyrie Westbrook trade. So first of all, hello. Second of all, hello. is, is the Lakers thing never going to go away? It's just, just going to be Lakers, Lakers, Lakers all the time getting everybody. Yeah, it's really, if they can somehow pull this off, and I remain skeptical on that one, I, I don't even know what to say. To get a, neg, Russell Westbrook is almost a negative asset at this point. And say what you will about Kyrie, but on the court, he helps you win. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say if they pull this off. Jordan, I'd rather see Russell Wilson go to the Nets instead of Russell <laughs> Westbrook. I don't know what Westbrook's going to do for any team and why they would want to take that on. Uh, but let's talk about the other potential trade player in Brooklyn with the Nets. And now KD talking about he wants to be traded Kind of going to be 34 years roll, old rolling into this next year. A number of injuries over the last three years as well. What is the market for Kevin Durant right now? Who would be in play for that? What would he actually be? What would be the the haul that the Nets would be able to get for somebody like Kevin Durant? 
Well, it sure seems like the Nets are going to play hardball in this one, and they want multiple first-round picks and multiple young um, starters, if not at least one significant all-star. Um, look, the way this league works is it's a star-driven league, and even at 34, I think there's going to be robust interest in in Kevin Durant. Um, you know, I, I I see the odds up on your screen, and and you know, so many of those teams theoretically could be in play. Uh, it's really, it's really, I think I, it's incumbent upon the Nets to, to play hardball on this one though. They can't just give him away because he wants a trade. They need to get the absolute best offer regardless of where he wants to be. What is Tim Connolly doing in Minnesota here? Um, I like the, I like Gobert. Listen, you got a twin towers here with cat and Gobert. He gives up what was it four or five first round picks. If they're good, the first round picks aren't going to be that great. What'd you make of the deal? What do you think of the T-Wolves going forward? I'm excited about it because I like it when teams zig when everyone else is zagging. They're not going to be the best small ball team out there. So they're going to give a shot at two bigs. Play Gobert and Towns together. See if they can pound teams on the glass. See if their defense can handle teams that are trying to stretch them out and try to win a different way. As a fan, as someone with interest in the league, if that, this is good for basketball because it's a team that's going to play, try and play a different way. I don't know if it will work, but I admire them for trying. If that makes any sense. I'm looking at let's let's go back to the NBA Finals, and we definitely you you see teams when they get in the playoffs and uh, strengths and weaknesses, in particular the weaknesses being exploited. Now I know for Boston issues with Robert Williams and banged up coming after that quick knee surgery, coming back to the playoffs probably a little too soon, but needing to get out there with his teammates. But I'm really thinking about this Celtics roster going into the next year, being able to get uh, a guard like Malcolm Brogdon. I like Malcolm Brogdon. I think he's a very physical player offensively. He can. Score score at all three levels. He's a good free throw shooter. He likes to initiate and play through contact. Defensively, he's a terrific on-ball defender, but you know, I feel like where does he fit in with this Celtics roster and whose minutes is he is he going to kind of take from? Is it Marcus Smart? How does that acquisition of Brogdon help the Celtics going into the next year? Oh, I think it's a beautiful fit. Uh he's easily going to get 30 minutes a game whether playing some of the minutes that Derek White played. Go, if they go small a little more often without Horford and Williams and together, I don't think it's going to be an issue at all for him to find playing time. I would expect I would expect him to start, to be honest, alongside Smart in the backcourt with Brown and Tatum up front and you know bring either Horford or Williams off the bench. But I, 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 I like his switchability and what they do defensively. I like his perimeter shooting. You mentioned his scoring at all three levels. I think he's a great fit there. Um, they're going to be fun to watch. What do you think of the Warriors right now? Draymond? I mean, he kind of looked at it. He said, all right, we lost Peyton. We lost Juan Toscano-Anderson. We lost Otto Porter. You know, that's three key contributors, especially Peyton, right? He had some good games in the playoffs. Uh, the Warriors, any concern there about the pieces around them? Or are you pretty sure they're just going to pick it up and pick up where they left off after the finals? I'm not concerned for two reasons. First, I thought picking up Dante DiVincenzo was a nice underrated move. Um, buying low on him, he still has talent. Second thing is I trust their player development system, and they got three young guys in Wiseman, Moody, and Kaminga who all have shown flashes they can play. I think that there's a, a history there of developing their own guys, gradually increasing their roles. Uh, I think uh, I think by the next year's playoffs, especially Moody and Kaminga will be playing so well you won't you won't even remember Gary Payton was on the team. Jordan, let's talk the Nuggets here for a minute. Both Holden and I are here in Denver, and we've seen the now two-time MVP with Nikola Jokic get at least what is right now the richest contract in NBA history with what he just signed recently. We know he's the cornerstone of that team, but thinking about Jamal Murray coming back from his ACL, did not come back and play last year, obviously, And uh, but we saw him in the bubble in the playoffs and the, the sensational run he led the Nuggets on during that season. What are you hearing about Jamal Murray getting back into the fold and then some of the moves that we've seen, not big name moves by any means for the Denver Nuggets, but, you know, jettisoning Will Barton out of here who never met a, a bad shot from beyond three-point land that he didn't like. How do you think this roster shapes out next year with Murray being back out on the court with Jokic? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know what he's going to look like post-surgery. I think, you know, you have to, right now for the Nuggets, you have to hope that he and, and Michael Porter Jr. are at least close to what we last saw of them. I really like the Bruce Brown addition. I think he's a really good fit there. 
um, good defender, plays well without the ball, versatile um, on a good contract. I just, I, I almost need to see half a season before I can re- really be sure that Jamal Murray and Porter Jr. are sort of the two and three pieces that you need to build a champion around around Jokic. Um, for their sake, I really hope so because this team was heading in the right direction and they're not in a great place to to make substantial changes otherwise, but you just sort of have to take a wait and see approach with players coming off those kinds of injuries. Yeah, I think they did a good job. I think uh, Calvin Booth, the new GM's done a fine job. KCP, defender, they need a three and D guy. Brown, I, I'm going into this season and I really hope Calvin Booth has to look at it this way too. You've got to look at it. Porter might miss 50 games again. Maybe he misses more time. You just hope he's healthy. He's in a group by the time they get to the playoffs. What do you think the back? Can Bruce Brown play as a starter in that offense and keep them above water? I mean, remember, they didn't have Porter Jr. or Murray last year, but could Brown fill that need and they could just, you know, switch other things around like Aaron Gordon having to play? Um, other positions as well, or without Porter, they're in a lot of trouble. He can fill a need, but not that need. They really need another shot creator. They need someone else to drive offense. And that has to be Murray and Porter. So if they're either short one or both players, or those guys aren't at peak level, I I have a hard time seeing that team contending for a championship, which is a shame because Nikola Jokic is as good as it gets. Jordan, any other moves, potential moves, whether it be via free agency and or trades that you're hearing about right now? Well, I'm not I'm not I haven't been calling many sources at this point. Like I'm not you know, I'm not on the the breaking news end of things. But uh, I'm really intrigued by what the Pelicans might be able to do. Um, I, I, I think they've got a shot at Durant. I really do. And gosh, if you could make that move, giving up a few first round picks and maybe Ingram. And you suddenly have a team with Durant and Zion and Valanciunas and CJ McCollum and Herb Jones. That's a championship contender for sure. And and it could be an exciting real change from where this this team was languishing for so long. All right, fifteen seconds or less. Where's KD going? Where? What would you? Who would you bet on? Ah, gosh, I would probably. I'd still probably throw my money on Phoenix because that's where he wants to be and they have assets. But I, I really do think it's an open race. Jordan Brenner, co-host of the Underdogs podcast. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. You take care of yourself. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. All right. Very good. I mean, listen, this is the NBA. There, there's nothing like the offseason. I know the NFL went just bananas. It used to be baseball with the hot stove. Now things get really cold for a long time. NHL does their thing. But The NBA, man, is just a different world. Every year, multiple superstars saying, I don't want to play with you anymore, and then forcing their way out. And it's interesting because James Harden was actually meeting with Sixers Brass out in Long Island, I think, today. I wonder how that conversation went. Come back. Let's dabble in a little baseball. We got our Rockies Diamondbacks bet coming up, James. So we'll look at that. We'll look at the baseball board, too, on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSN has to offer from now. Till the end of July, sign up today. You'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Love me some Adam Burke. NFL preseason coverage. Oh, this is beautiful. We got preseason. Let's see here. The first day, 18th. What are we, 16 days away from rookies reporting to a couple of camps? That's awesome. We got premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. Use of our betting tools and a live video stream wherever you want it, whenever you want it. Cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com backslash summer. And welcome back into the program. My name is Holden Kushner. I host a podcast for vcin called the Denver CityCast. I bet on Denver and Colorado sports teams. James Salinas, also located in the Denver area, winner of the Super Contest. This guy knows his stuff. We got to get into baseball here for a second. We'll get back to the NFL in a little bit, James. But uh, our game is coming up here in a few minutes. I'm looking forward to hearing about your bet for the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. Again, I'm on. I'm eating the chalk here. I'm a chalk daddy today. I don't like it, but I've just seen it too much. Dallas Keuchel might be the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball, and I, and I kid you not, uh, this is a guy that just has nothing, absolutely nothing left in the tank. The Rockies hit left-handers very well at home. Forget about the road. They can't hit on the road. They hit left-handers very well at home. You know what I just found here? I'm going to do a little, I'm going to sprinkle on a little one here. It's a little itty-bitty sprinkle, James. Rockies to score in the first inning plus 145. Just a a little, let's make it a little bit more enticing, but I got the over 12 here, my friend. Austin Gomber and Dallas Keuchel, a couple of lefties with bad ERAs. What do you got here? Well, a couple things. So talking about Dallas Keuchel, I mean, he was obviously he got let go or was optioned down to mm-hmm. AAA from Chicago and it had been a struggle all season long. He has not been able. His biggest issue this season was command. He was not able to find the strike zone. He had as many walks as he did strikeouts in 32 innings. He had 20 walks in 32 innings, not fooling anybody out there. Plus, he was tagged for six home runs in just those 32 innings there with Chicago Got to let him go. D-backs pick him up. They've had a number of injuries to their starting staff. They're down to seeds and stems, so they're desperate to get anybody out there to try to get to eat some innings for them. Well, this is where it is. This is what it's come to for the D-backs manager because we did see Keuchel get his first outing last week, and he went four and a third. So he ate a couple of innings, at least, I guess, for the D-backs. Manager's talking about, well, I really was impressed with his ability to locate. His ability, he did have seven strikeouts, but he gave up four earned runs, six hits, three walks. So, again, still trying to find his command in the zone, not allowing base on balls there. And that was just in four and a third innings. 
So the, here it is where the D-backs are just feeling like, well, that's an impressive outing. Good for the D-backs. What a bad baseball team that is. Couple the other side with the Rockies here, and it is going to be Austin Gomer back on the mound for the Rockies. He's been in and out, whether he's been on the bump as a starter or coming out of the pen because he just got up to such a bad start this year. The key piece, again, in that Nolan Arenado trade like we joked about earlier in the show. And I think here for the Rockies, this is where Gomer's going to have to eat some innings. This is a team that we saw Senzatella go out last night. He only pitched two innings, so the inning, the bullpen had to eat seven innings last night. And then you couple that with the fact that right now the Rockies will not have a day off. They were going to play 17 games in 17 days, not having a day off until the All-Star break. So this is something I think right now for the Rockies. Hey, Gomer, you're going to have to eat some innings for us. And his pitching prop, and that's what I was going with here, Holden, and it's it was it's sitting at 13 and a half. It's juiced to the under. It has been going. The juice has flipped all afternoon long. It started out as it was juiced to the over. Now it's juiced to a dollar thirty under 13 and a half innings. I'm going to go oppo here. I'm going to go over his out total here, sitting at 13 and a half. So basically, we need him to go four and two-thirds innings here, get him to five. I think he gets to five. This is an Arizona Diamondbacks team that is the, has the second-worst average in all of baseball. Right now, you look at their lineup, they have four guys hitting below 200 and two other guys sitting at 201. So this is not a, 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 so, a soft-hitting team here. And I think for the Rockies, you'd mentioned their capacity to be able to get hit against lefties. I I think they'll be able to hit Keuchel too, so good for your over, but also give Austin Gomer some run support so that he can eat some innings, and if he gives up three or four through five innings, I think they would be absolutely happy with that. That's where I'm going here. I'm going to go Austin Gomer, his outs over 13 and a half, sitting at $1.10. That's sexy, man. You, you really got to, again, think outside the box a little bit there, and normally if you'd look at a pitcher and say, oh, he's a bad, he's bad. And he's bad. He's pitching at elevation. Things are not going well. But then you dig a little bit deeper. You see Senzatella and Marquez left early. So he might have to eat it. Uh, for you, what do you want to see? Five innings? Eight runs? Five innings is a winner. Hits? That's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's a winner. That works. Go, go. Yep. Pitch five innings, give up eight runs. Who cares? Yeah. And like I told you, this yeah. is this is uh, it's juice. This, this bullpen is just getting taxed. Now, Normally, this was a bullpen that I was targeting heavily late in games earlier in the season. Uh, the problem was when they'd be on the road, they'd already be down, so you really couldn't bet on them. But over the last three weeks, this bullpen has come together. It's been much better for Colorado. But again, they've been used a lot. So I like the thought there. And then on the other side, Arizona's bullpen's kind of a disaster. But they have to know that they could be busy tonight, which all kind of leads into my bet, too. 12, uh, 12. Yeah. 12 over 12. I uh, honestly, if you asked me, would you go 12 and I'd say fine. I'd say, yeah, five, uh, 12 and a half is fine over 12 and a half. And then, uh, like I told you first inning Keuchel is just that bad. If you're giving me a plus plus one forty five price, uh, why not have a little bit of fun with it? The only other guy I want to look at is Josh Rojas. And I'm going to have to find this during the break. I didn't even think about it. Uh, Rojas, a kid that plays uh, for the Diamondbacks. It's lefties very well. I'm not a BVP guy, batter versus pitcher very often, especially not when the sample size is five at bats, but the guy does have four hits in five at bats. If I can get anything over one at minus 130 or less during the top of the hour break, that's something that I'll be on. But we are both invested in this game. Let's go look at the other games. I'm invested in the Cubs and the Red Sox. Uh, not looking good right now for Boston side that I'm on. Again, we had Alec Mills, starting pitcher for the Cubs, goes in, seven pitches, he's hurt. Lighter comes in, he's looked great. 2 nothing. Cubs over the Red Sox right now. We'll see if Boston Bats can get going. The live line, plus 132 on the money line for the Red Sox, uh, minus 165 for Chicago. And the total of this game is just seven. Uh, why bother picking on the bullpens? At this point, I'm not going to get reinvested in the game. Um, just because of what I've seen. And I told you, James, you know, I'm kind of talking out both sides. I said earlier, listen, if I think a team's going to win the game um, and they're down in the game, why would I not back that team? Well, here I thought the Red Sox, and I've got to play on the Red Sox, the Red Sox would be able uh, to get to the Cubs, at least in the first five innings. The fact that I saw nothing at it, uh, nothing there, they're still shut out. I'm going to take a step back. I'm not going to get back into this game another time. This will be a pass for me. So well, it's more of a feel thing. Yeah, and unfortunately, when you're anytime we're betting 
to start a game, we're betting on the starting pitching. It might be betting against the starter, yes. right? In this case here, you mentioned Alex Mills with the Chicago Cubs only throwing seven in, or seven pitches in this game. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I know you were betting against Alex Mills, and I'm sure everybody else that was on the Red Sox side looked at his number. He hasn't pitched a whole lot this year, uh, but there's a reason why. He's given up 19 earned runs in just 17 and a third innings pitched, including seven home runs. So the ball was leaving the yard. Unfortunately for Mills, he got hurt, and that really affects the bet. And Sometimes that's where it's just better to if, – if something like that happens, and we didn't see that in – in live and real time, that's also an opportunity too. And maybe that number is gone there. Now you're going to have to lay a minus price, but sometimes if you're seeing a game and how it's going and you have a side already committed, you have a position, there's ways to get yourself off of that too. And especially I try to, and there's been times I get myself off games. I've seen it and either he's not looking sharp and we're talking about starting pitchers or something like that, or we're getting into the bullpen and now we're got a, we got a close game, a tight game, and I don't like the bullpen on my side for the full nine innings. Maybe there's an opportunity to get plus money and get myself out of that bet. That's okay. If you can find a way to get yourself off what you think might be a losing bet, especially if you can get a plus price, there's always ways to try to, to find ways to either break even or maybe limit the damage. I love it. It's absolutely what you can do. And then as I say that Boston with runners on the corners and nobody out. So uh, we'll see if they can get a run or two across. I'm just hoping Boston can come back in the money line at this point. I'm going to stay off. We've been successful with our in-game bets today. This is one that I will be fading top of the hour. Football's coming up right around the corner, right? College football, NFL. How many guys can bet both and ladies, how many can bet both be successful at both? A lot of us got to pick one. James and I are going to discuss that next. Again, he's James Salinas. I'm Holden Kushner. You're hanging out with us on Bet Center. Happy Independence Day weekend on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.